Hello. Hello, I'm Gary Bellamy. Welcome to Down the Line. What do you want to talk about tonight? Give me a ring. 0800-068-7060. Or email downtheline at bbc.co.uk. Food. We know a lot more about food these days and healthy eating, yet as a nation we're getting fatter. What's going on? And also, what's going in to our food? Not just chemicals and additives, but germs. Well, we thought we'd get in an expert, Dr. Melvin Kidwell, to try and sort out food fact from food fiction. That's coming up later, but first, let's go to the phones. Okay, Monica Dowlett, uh, hello. Where are you from? Gary, I'm from Canada. Oh, Canada. Yeah, and I'm I'm in England now. Right. Working out here as a health and nutrition coach. Oh, interesting. Been out here for a few years, and I must say I'm starting to see the huge American influence in the food here now, and it's really starting to concern me. Right. Why is it starting to concern you? You think there's too much... uh... It's the processed fake foods, and I'm starting to see the increase in obesity over here, the same as when you pop over to America and you see... The enormous people. You're Canadian, aren't you? I'm Canadian. Ah, well, well, I worked in Canada, and I know what you lot are like. You, you don't like the Yanks. <laughs> I think that's a bit of a generalization, Gary. So what kind of food should we be eating? Well, if basically you eat what was here 10,000 years ago, a caveman diet of good organic meat, good organic Wild vegetables. Wild boar. Sorry? Wild boar. Wild boar's fantastic. You can't get organic wild boar in, in my local uh, uh, supermarket. You can always look shop at local farmer's markets. Okay, but a local farmer's market, is that organic food? There, it's less chemicals, less antibiotics. How do you get chemicals into, some, into beef? Sorry? How do you get chemicals into beef? Well, the cows are injected with growth hormones. They're fed... What? The cows are injected with growth hormone because in the old days, a cow would spend five years getting fat from grass. Now they make them fat ready for slaughter in 18 months. Same with chickens. They get them what do they do with a, chickens? In a third of the time by feeding them an unnatural diet and by pumping them full of steroids, antibiotics. Okay, so if I eat chickens that are, that are pumped full of steroids and antibiotics, sure, that's a good thing because that means I get strong and I won't get any diseases. Um, Can't you see the benefits? Now, if you've seen what happens to bodybuilders once they pass 40... Oh, but, but, you know, but a chicken a day is not going to damage... We're not going to get like Hulk Hogan, are we? Or The Rock. But these are small little things that build up in your system that aren't okay. meant to be there. Well, you know what? Thanks for your advice. It's been very interesting talking to you. Thanks very much for your call. Uh, next call, it is Graham Downs from Harridge. Hello, Graham. Oh, hello, Gary. I'm actually from Harlow. Oh, right, where the ferry goes from. Oh, no, 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 it's Harridge. Right. What, 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 what can I help? What can I, what's your first question? All right. Um, well, Gary, um, mm. with the health, you know, with, uh, health right? mm. uh, I'm not um, I'm actually I'm 23 stone Gary good that's, um, that's... Yeah, well, mm. yeah I'm, uh, I'm big you know yeah. um, and uh, it was been a problem for me because um, I've not been out of, uh, of my house now for nearly three years oh goodness it? and uh, well my point really Gary is that it's become it's a vicious circle you know with the weight because with all the extra weight I carry, it makes the exercise very difficult of to course. do. And, it, and if I can't do that, then uh, that makes it. Do you see what I'm saying? I Gary? can see what you're saying. Uh, and and uh, it must be very, very difficult living. Do you live on your own, or do you have someone who helps you? Well, my mother, you know, but she's she's knocking on Gary. It's very hard for her, you know. It's very hard. Lifting uh, and things like that. Exactly. Exactly. Gary. 
people can be very cruel as well, Gary. They yeah. can be very cruel. Is that one very, of the reasons why? Very cruel indeed. Of course. Is that why you don't go out mockery, very often? Mockery, you know. Is that why you don't go out very often? Well, because of that, the cruelty. Well, yeah. Well, but it's hard to say. You know, whether it's that all the weight in the first place. But obviously, the both factors. You know, I've determined that I, I stay in a lot. Of course. Yeah. I, I mean, and also, I mean, a lot of people who are average weight or whatever, normal, uh, would be thinking to themselves, surely, you know, he should just stop eating. You know, and that's probably a very crass thing to say. And I'm not suggesting you do that, but maybe you should try changing your diet, eating uh, healthier, fresh vegetables. Yeah, of course I am. Yeah. yeah. And? Well, I've tried all sorts of diets. Can't yeah. You know, the, uh, uh, the, the brown rice, you know, the, the fish, um, fish, more of the carrots, broccoli, but, well, you know, I mean, none of them are really as satisfying as a whole box of sugar puffs, you know. Yeah, of course. Uh, well, thank you very much, Graham. Uh, yeah. Thanks for being so open and honest. Okay, can, can I just make one more point while I'm on the air, please, Gary? Yeah, of course. Uh, it's a pleasure talking to you, by the way. Thanks. Uh, my point is the, uh, Oh, the foreign boys, they cause a lot of the trouble, don't they? The, oh, the foreign boys. Graham, I don't know, I don't know about that. Uh, don't you think, don't you think so, Gary? They cause a lot of it, the, the, mm, you know, all the ups, the, the, you know, really. the upsetting and all that no. the trouble. Well, you think... This is a place for free speech and things, but you've got to have a, a better justification to say things like that, do you know? Right, yeah. Maybe I was being a bit unfair there, Gary. Yeah. Can I just say one thing? What? I really would like to get married. Got Becky Simmons on the phone now from Sydenham. Hello, Becky. Hello, Gary. Hi, what do you want to talk about down the line? I've been listening to the Canadian lady who's been saying that, you know, we should eat all the organic food, go yeah. to farmers' markets. Yeah, market. that's right. Yeah, farmers' markets. Well, I can't afford to do How can I afford to buy organic food, go to farmers' markets? No. I give my kids what is in the house. How many children have you got? Five. Five. And so, so that's a lot of mouths to feed. And and also, it's quite difficult to get children to eat anything that's too healthy. Well, exactly. They like their I've nuggets. Tr- I've, I've tried once, you know, mm. saying have a low-fat crisp, but they just will not take. No. They do not take. What about buying, like, a, a single big roast chicken, for example, oh, organic on a Sunday, make it worse? No, there's wh- nuggets. Wh- wh- there's work nuggets. Week. Why did God invent nuggets? Well, God didn't invent nuggets, did he? Well, somebody very clever did. No, you've got a very good point there. Listen, that's a great call. Thanks very much for calling in. Next caller is Kenny Hogger from Walnut Street. Hello. Hello, Kenny. All right. What can I do for you? What's your point? I'm ringing up about the thing. The thing, yeah? What well, thing? Like, what you, the blokes were ringing about, uh, the, um, what was he saying? Which one? All of them. Well... No, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, like... I can't remember what he said now. He got, he but, rung, he was rung. Obesity? Was it about that? Yeah. Right, well, so, yeah. What is it? Well, it's overweight people. Are you obese? No, nah, mate. Do you know anyone who's obese? Oh, yeah, bundles. Right, so, have you got something to say about it? Um, that uh, sort of thing. Uh, it's it, it's him, it, isn't it? If they, it, like, if, if you want to eat that much food, yeah. eat it. But don't complain if you can't get out the door. But it's an illness, isn't it? Is it? They can't help it, can they? Nah, of course they can help it. They put knife and fork down. It's not just about eating food. It's about metabolism, isn't it? About what? Metabolism. What's that? Well, some people can eat, like, hardly anything, but they still put on loads and loads of weight. What, ants? No, not ants. Human... They don't get fat, do they? They carry things on their heads. I see a programme on Discovery, right? <laughs> an ant 
can carry the equivalent of like you carrying a whole like Tesco's on top of your head every day, nine hours a day. And they'll work for the Queen. I do that and all. Call her the Queen, she ain't like sometimes. Thanks very much for your call. Cheers. Cheers, Kenny. Okay, I've got another caller in. It's uh, Adam Frankel from Basingstoke. Hello, Adam. Oh, hello. Uh, uh, it's just a quick point I wanted to make. Yeah. It's been annoying me. Mm. I read that uh, in Tesco's now, the petrol they sell, it's made up 5% of this new bioethanol stuff. Right. I mean, what's that all about? Oh, I can't work perfectly well with the petrol they were selling before. They keep mucking about with stuff and changing things. I mean, it gets on my nerves. It really does. Well, thanks very much for your call. Thanks. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Next caller is Sue Reynolds, and she's from... You're from Hornchurch. Hello, Sue. Yes. Hello. Hi. Hi hello. Gary. What can I do for you? Um, well, I sympathise with the the larger man who called in. Yes. Um, because I'm actually pregnant. The thing is, he's moaning on about being large, oh. but, you know, try being pregnant. I love, I love pregnant women. Do you know what I mean? That such a healthy glow and and that well, womanly figure. You know, you're ripe. Yeah. You're about to do what nature intended. Yeah. Well, Second, you what? Beautiful. Yeah, this is uh, well. This is you know the, what you read in all the books and magazines. But I'm bored of it. You know, I can't drink. I can't smoke. Everybody thinks I'm fat. Yeah, I know, but it's just boring. But it's so carrying, boring, Gary. You're, you're carrying a lovely little little child inside your stomach. I know, but no fags. And you're going to give birth to uh, this beautiful little baby, and it's going to come out, yes, and it's going to. You know, no <sighs> fags for nine months. I've had a couple, but you know, my doctor said I shouldn't have even had that. But well, uh, a couple won't hurt. Well, that mean? Well, maybe it won't. I don't think you should really smoke with babies. I know, I know that you can. They can come out stunted yeah, well, and things. And Guinness, I suppose you can have half a Guinness. But... I think you should just enjoy enjoy this time where you're doing what we're all here on this planet to yeah, breed, well, men and women. That's our it's job. It's easy for you to say. You don't have to go through it. You know, I'm sick of this from men. Always, oh, you'll enjoy it. You'll love it. Yeah, but listen, I hate it. But apparently, I'm adopting next time. I hate it. Okay, thanks very much for your call. Take care. Thank you very much, Sue. That was Sue Reynolds, who's pregnant. Ah, oh, isn't that lovely? Pregnant women are like great big, lovely chocolates. Ah. Next call is uh, Kenneth Pardue from Reading. Hello there. Hello, yes. Kenneth. Um, yes? Well, actually, I just, I, mean, I suppose I really just say that I, I, I agree entirely with the previous two callers. Okay. Anything else you want to add to that, to their well, points? Well, I was going to say a lot of stuff, but they've, uh, they've pretty well covered it. But they both said different things. Well, uh, you know, I can always see both sides of an argument. Okay, well, well, thanks very much for your call. That's, that's okay. Yes. My next caller is Ivor Moss from Exeter. Hello, Ivor. <laughs> Hello, Gary. How are Hello. you? Hello. Fine, thank you. Very good. Um, What's your point? Well, uh, I am a blueberry farmer. Oh. Yes, and I'm sure that you're aware that the blueberry is one of the most potent of fruits. It's very good for you, isn't it? It certainly is, of many health-giving properties. And I've written a, a short poem uh, about the blueberry. Would you like to hear it? I, you know what? I'd love to hear it. All right, are you ready? Okay. okay. Oh, beautiful blueberry, how I love thee. Yet what an elusive berry you seem to be. And how I lose my reason when you are not in season. Sometimes I search high and low, in fresh and wild, in M&S. But the hand of God touches you not, and then, in despair, I try Ocado dot com orco.uk. That's a little, little silly, little silliness, Gary. That's brilliant. Thank you very much. Thanks for your, that was a brilliant poem. Thank you very much, Gary. I wish all the success with your show. Bye-bye. Thank you, Ivor. 
That was Ivan Moss there. That is perfect. That's what I was saying about Radio 4 listeners, you know. You're just so clever. It's so good. Um, lots more of those, please. I mean, I've never, ever spoken to a blueberry farmer before. Who's the next caller? Hello? Hello, Gary. Yeah, can I just say it's great to have a show like this on the radio. Oh, I'm glad you're enjoying it. I was it. ringing, I was uh, calling in about the, the fellow you had on earlier. Yes, um, which one? Talk about obesity. Of course, that? yeah, Gary Downs. And that, um, you know, it's, very often you'll find that, that uh, obesity, it's, it's not to do with eating, it's a, it's a, it's a chemical thing, it's a, uh, you know, the, you, there seems to be no rhyme or reason to it. But it's like right. my, you know, my, my, my wife and I, we're, we're, we're average size. Okay. But our son, mm-hmm. you know, he, he, you know, he, he, he to, to put it, you know, he's, he's overweight. Is he? How, how much not, overweight? I, I wouldn't say he's necessarily obese. I don't know how you qualify, but he's definitely overweight. He's, he's uh, well, you know, olden days we would have just said he's fat, you know. Yeah. But there seems to be no reason for it. I mean, you know, he eats exactly the same amount as we do. But he eats the same as you do? Yeah, exactly the same. You know, so I say, you know, it, it's not to do with what you eat. And what, the same, same, so you Yeah, you know, if food... we go to an Indian restaurant, he'll have the same portions as, as us. What? And then when we eat at home, you know, we always make sure that, you know, he's not eating more than us. But how old is he? He's six. Well, there you go. What? You can't really give a six-year-old child a, a man-sized portion of Indian food. Can you not? Not if they're six. Oh. Lucky we, lucky I called in. He is lucky you called in. You know, you know. Yeah. You should... God, I'm going to go and tell him now. But don't wake him up. No, he's not in bed. You know, he goes to bed the same time as us. I better stop him. He's just about to tuck into a bloody great pie. Next call is Martin Hole from London. Hello, Martin. Martin Hole, mate. Martin Hole. Martin Hole. Hello, Gary. How you doing? All fine, thanks. Yeah, Mike. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I want to say, Gary. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if this was the seventies, right? Would yeah. you say that that bloke on it? He was fat. That's it. He's fat. He's greedy, isn't he? He's, he's too much. He's a fat bloke. Yeah, but it's not the 70s anymore, is it? We've become a bit more passionate and compassionate now, haven't we? I don't know what we've become, Gary, but I look, I look around myself these days. I look around and, you know, I wish it was the 70s sometimes, mate. Yeah? Yeah. At least you could call a spade a spade then, couldn't you? Thank you very much for your call. OK, I've got Jerry from Whitlow. Hello, Jerry. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. What are you calling about today, Joe? Well, I'm calling um, in response to a call that I heard on your show earlier. Mm. The, the fellow rang in to say that his children were overweight. Yes, that's right. right. Well, I'm ringing about my kids as well. Yeah, you know? they're overweight, are they? This, uh... No, they're not overweight. But there's something, mm. the thing that worries me about them, you know, right. is they really get on me nerves. You know, every time they open their mm. mouths, I know, ah, shut up, will you, you know. You know, the rubbish that they come out with. Right. Just, How old are your children? Well, there's, my daughter's 12, my son's 17. And they, mm. and they, they seem, they're so sort of ungrateful about everything. Yeah, you know, like I know the other what you day, mean. I brought them home some bubble wrap to play with. Yeah. Now, I used to love that, you know, popping the old bubble wrap and that, you know. But they were just totally uninterested, you know. Okay, but listen, but, but know, they are 12 and 17. I don't think a 17-year-old... Boy, is it going to be interesting in bubble wrap, to be fair to him. Well, maybe not, but you'd think they'd have a wee puppet, wouldn't you, you know? Jerry, thanks very much for your call. Thanks very much. Thank you. Hello, Dominic Wise, where are you from? Oh, uh, London. From London, and uh, what are you ringing up to talk about today? So, all the foods, the nice foods, are all cheap, and they come quick. All the nice foods are cheap, and they come quick? The other day I bought Burger King, and I eat on the way home, and I put the rubbish in my own bin, my dustbin. And when my mum come round, she said... Have you been having Burger King again? 
And I went, no. She said, what's this? And pulled the, band, the, the rappers out of my bin. So I looked like an idiot, unless she didn't believe me. I told her I got it from there. I walked back of it and then put it in a bin. She thought I'd been using her knives and forks for eating up burgers. Well, thanks, Dominic. That's uh, certainly made me think twice about eating junk food. Now, if you're like me, you'll be pretty confused about the dangers of food, what with MRSA, BSE, bird flu, mad cow disease, CJD, and whatever. And so I'd like to introduce our very special guest today, Professor Merlin Kidwell, a government food poison expert who can helpfully... Pardon? You called me Merlin. It's Merlin. Oh, sorry. I do apologise. Someone's written it down on my screen here as uh, as Merlin. Uh, was that you, Polly? Yeah, yeah. She's nodding me through the glass. Yeah, I'll be having words later. Right, so, Mervyn, let's talk a little bit about food poisoning, shall we? And uh, now, a lot of people bandy words around like salmonella. How does it work? Well, salmonella is a type of bacterium that can be found in poultry, eggs and unprocessed milk, but it can turn up in meat and water. Uh, It may also be carried by pets like turtles and birds. Oh, really? I didn't know that. So a harmless turtle could, could be a killer. Well, not the turtle itself, unless, of course, you're a jellyfish, but the bugs that it carries... Actually, it was funny. I was just thinking that Merlin is a funny name. It's one you don't hear very often, do you, outside King Arthur films and that, if you think about it. In the right conditions, one bacterium can multiply to more than four million in just eight hours. Really? Now, are all types of food poisoning caused by bacteria, yeah? Most. Go on. I thought you were going to say something there. No, I I didn't think you'd finished. Right, do you want me to continue? Yes, please. Yeah, you were saying it could be pretty serious. Yes, the more bacteria present, the more likely you are to become ill. So how how can we guard against it? Well, personal hygiene is vital and, of course, cooking food properly. Mm. These bacteria multiply best yeah. between 5 and 63 degrees centigrade, but mm. are, are killed at temperatures of 7 degrees plus. Right. Um, at temperatures below 5 degrees, most bacteria mm. multiply very mm. slowly, if at all, in, in fact. And at, at very low temperatures, some bacteria mm. die, but many survive and can start to multiply mm. again if warm conditions return. That is why proper cooking and chilling mm. of food is essential mm. to help reduce the mm. risk of food yeah. poisoning. Yeah, right, right. What, what are the main bacteria that cause food poisoning then? You know, uh, and how and do we know which is which and how do we know how we picked it up or what we've picked up? Mm. Well, salmonella, of course. Um, symptoms include vomiting and diarrhea, Campylobacter. Mm. Uh, symptoms include vomiting and diarrhea, Clostridium perfringens, C. perfringens. Symptoms include vomiting and diarrhea, Listeria. Symptoms include vomiting and diarrhea, meningitis and septicemia. Right. Uh, Bacillus serious, B. serious. Uh, John McEnroe's favourite virus there. You cannot be serious. Yes, you can. It is in fact Bacillus serious and you are gravely ill. Symptoms include vomiting and diarrhea, Staphylococcus aureus, Staph aureus. Symptoms include vomiting and diarrhea. Norwalk-like viruses, symptoms include... So what was that? What was that one, last one? Norwalk-like viruses. Norwalk-like viruses? Yes, Norwalk-like viruses. Oh, right, let me see. Symptoms include vomiting, vomiting diarrhea. diarrhea, right, yeah. Yes. Okay, we've got, that's, that's got that one. But how on earth do you remember all those weird names? Oh, I can't even remember my own sister's name and my girlfriend's, you know. All other people I meet. I yeah, some... well, you got mine wrong earlier, didn't you? Yeah, well, that wasn't my fault. Okay, we're talking about food poisoning. We've got a call now from James Bruce from Coventry. Hello, James. Yes, actually, but uh, my question is, why would anyone want to poison food in the first place? Well, that seems no. remarkable to me. Hang on, no, what... you, you've got that wrong. You don't yeah. poison food, it's about food poisoning. Yes, what do you mean? Mervyn. Well, um, we're talking about food that's been contaminated and infected by bacteria. Ah, uh, see what you mean, more than in, like you eat the food and then you get ill yeah. from it. Yeah, that's right. Okay, we've got another phone call coming in now, Professor, from uh, Tish Fullerton from Goring. Hello, Tish. Hi. Hello. Hello. I, uh... <clears throat> 
Excuse me. I was uh, phoning about food poisoning. I had a really awful uh, mm. experience. Um, what did you eat into? I, I think it was moo. Uh, yes, well, mussels are notoriously bad, actually, because they are filter feeders. Mm. Uh, they often found near sewage outlets. Oh. So they can cause problems, although primarily the, the main cause of, of problems with uh, a bowl of mussels is if, if you, in fact, have a dead muscle within the batch. Yes, well, you see, I knew about um, not opening closed ones, mm. so I'd taken all of those out, and then I sure. thought, well, I'll be all right now. Yes, and, yeah. um, and I I just had the open ones. It was delicious. Yeah. And, um, well, they are. Well, you see, you soak up all the juices with mm. some crusty French bread. It's great, it's Lovely, isn't it? it's marvellous. And mm. then... Um, oh, that's a like Chablis, like or maybe... After, or yes. you can stretch to a Montrachet. <laughs> Superb. I think we have beer. Mm. But um, <laughs> we uh, got home, mm. and uh, it started really with gas. I mean, an awful gas. I can't tell you how uh, awful the smells were. Don't worry. I mean, we've all suffered from flatulence. And, um, and that was the start of it. And then I, well, I had to rush off. And, did you? Um, oh, I was sick in the bathroom. I was, was it, sick in the both? sitting room. It was absolutely awful. But it was and, both, both ends. Oh, yes. That came later. The diarrhea was something else. Mm. What did your boyfriend make of this? He was horrified by the mess. He was probably gagging himself then, was he? Oh, no, it was awful. You yeah. don't really want to it's see not, it. It's not often that you have to cope with vomit and excrement simultaneously. No, I never had. I never had. I didn't know the body could do well, it. Well, it's your body's attempt to expel a foreign invader. Well, the body is uh, so efficient, I had no idea. When I mean, you're in the middle of that chaos, though, you sort of resign yourself to it, don't you? You have no control. I almost enjoy it. There's a feeling when you get to a certain point where you think well, aim for a penny perhaps, in for a pound perhaps it's 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 reminiscent of that helplessness when you're a small child and you're basically handing yourself over to somebody else and yeah. you're not responsible for I, by the end i was mm. uh sitting on the lavatory and throwing up in the sink at the oh, same time and i didn't know the body could do that you no. were convulsing weren't you? literally i was puking and thanks very much for your call time. 0800 068 7060 Jacob, you're down the line. Is that Radio 4? Yes. Well, have you a line to, to Channel 4, man? Because I'm watching J.B. Oliver upon the TV, the naked chef. I'm trying to make up a big sauce pot of pork and walnut. And oh. a man go too fast and leave me for behind. And scamper around the TV screen. Now I'm left. I, my sauce is all burn up. When my son come around tonight, man, he will lick me into a ladder, man. You need to phone Channel 4, not this is Radio 4. My son will... Bash my brains in if he sees his food. I'll make for him now. You must call him. Jamie Oliver, him go to... Man, him finish up to wash the plate. Oh, I just, I'm still trying to make the basic... Right, uh, Adam Joplin from Burnley. Hel hello, Adam. Hi, mm. oh, Gary. Sorry. Do you have a drink of my coffee here? I'll tell you, I feel like I've been poisoned, mm. food poisoned. I had a mixed soup of Indaloo last night. Right. Washed down with six great big bottles of Cobra. Well, that actually sounds like uh, overindulgence rather than food poisoning. Yeah, maybe, but how do they, you know, eat food like that? All hey, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Who, who are they? Well, them, you know, them, the Pakistani people, the Asians. The British Asians? Well, what are they? Well, they, well, they don't eat, they don't eat Vindaloo all the time, obviously. I mean, you don't eat roast beef and Yorkshire pudding all the time, do you? Well, no, last night I had a Vindaloo. Well, exactly. You wouldn't have a Sunday lunch for breakfast on, I don't know, a Wednesday, would you? No. No, you'd have Golden Grahams. Bye, he's gone. Our next caller is Harry Hammond from Maidenhead. Hello, Harry. Hello, yes. I'd like to ask your guest Merlin, is it? 
Mervyn. Yes, I've recently been diagnosed with a food allergy where I'm not allowed to eat brassicas, pitted fruit or nuts. Yes, um, that's known as Gray's allergy, I believe. That's right, that's correct. Yes, and have you had um, drowsy tinklings connected with that? Yes, I have a lot. You get a feeling, a sound in your ears like there's beetles buzzing inside your head. Right, and allergy is obviously not the same thing as food poisoning. An allergy is an autoimmune disease where your body is overreacting to something. A little like the previous call with the vindaloo? No, that was overindulgence. Right. So, sorry, what was your question, Henry? Well... I just wanted to say, I've got this shooting pain in the heel of my foot, and I wondered if that could in any way be connected to... Absolutely no way. Food allergies are very unlikely to manifest themselves in your foot. Right, uh, we've had lots of emails on this subject. Uh, Here's one from Elaine Clay, who says she has a severe eating disorder and it's no picnic. Uh, We've got one here from Brian Worth, who says he loves his food. And we've had one from Ahmed Hussein, who says God is great... God is great. Okay, let's go back to the phones now. We've got uh, Claire Wellington here from uh, from Northern Ireland, Belfast. Hello, Claire. Oh, hi, Gary. I'm a first-time caller. That's good. Uh, thank you. I've got a question for Martin. Mervyn. Um, Martin, my grandmother has mm. not been very well. She's 90 years of age. She's healthy, as far as I could tell, you know, up to this point. She's, mm. she's got a love life. She's very unusual. Um, she had a scan, and, and I went to the hospital to see her, and the doctors had sedated her, and... The next time I went to see her, um, she wasn't looking so good, and they told me she'd fallen over. Yeah, and was, had she eaten anything bad? Well, this is the point I was going to make. It sounds like a very sad story there. I love old ladies as much as the next man. I don't want to sound callous here with regard to your um, relative, but my specialist field is food poisoning and not the sedation of old ladies. Right. So you can't help me then? I think it's something that you should perhaps take up with your local regional health authority. GP. Yes, possibly, but... How serious is something before you go beyond the GP? How can I put this? You could go to a GP with a a headache, but it could ultimately result in... Exactly. That's what happened to my dad. Well, that's very very sad. We're not a a lucky family. Again, though, I I have to say, I have as much sympathy for people with brain tumours as the next man. But... Once again, I have to point out that my field of expertise is food poisoning and not melanomas, tumours, benign or otherwise. Thanks very much for your call. Thank you. Okay, my next call is Serena O'Neill from West London. Hello, Serena. Yeah, I want to ask about food poisoning because I've always been really terrified about food poisoning. Pardon? Sorry? I've always been really terrified of dying of food poisoning because I've had this dog once that we gave some, like, uncooked meat to, and um, the next day it basically threw up everywhere and it died and we had to take it down. Okay, down. yeah, slow down just a little bit. Yes, what, what's, your, what's the problem? I'm basically really terrified about dying of food poisoning because I once had a dog that did. Well, that's very sad. I mean, I have as much sympathy for dogs as the next man. But um, basic food preparation, washing of the food and thorough cooking yeah, will destroy really funny, most bacteria. We did a summer cooking course. It was about three days. And the lady was a real bull. Anyway, she was yeah, really, yeah. really bad at teaching. So we couldn't really understand what she was on about. Anyway, we cooked it wrong. And we took it home. You know, you can take everything home at the end of the course, which is really great. Because anyway, we decided we give it to the dog because we didn't really like taste ourselves. But it was really uncooked. And well, there so, you are. Um, you see, that, I mean, therein lies the problem. The food, if it hadn't been cooked properly, then it could represent a danger to anything, any beast other than yeah. vultures or insects. Can you go to prison for killing a dog, 
murder dogs. I don't think you could argue that it's been murder. It'd be dog slaughter would be more appropriate. Yeah, I think. Dog slaughter. Can you get? Can you get something on that? Okay. I I have no idea. Um, but you were the principal provider of the food, even though it had been cooked by another person. So. I once I once spoken to a live and he said you go can always get cake on anything. I mean, I once heard about this burglar who got sued. He was on the house, you know, and he broke his leg while burgling someone's house. And he actually sued the yeah, lady. Yeah, thanks very much for your call. That's uh, interesting. All right, my next call is from Oscar Colkins from Great Titchley. Hello, Oscar. Hello to you. Hello. I'm just ringing to say that I deliberately eat bad food because I enjoy the process of being sick. I like the colours. Well, I'd love to stay and chat some more about that, but sadly, that's all we've got time for. Uh, just like to say goodbye and thank you to our special guest, Martin Kidwell. Maybe. And join me, Gary Bellamy, on Down the Line again next week.